Hi everyone, I'm Emily Crow, Multimedia Editor at Progressive Grocer. Welcome to Top Women in Grocery, a podcast focused on the trends, topics, and interests that move women forward in grocery retail. We're spotlighting extraordinary women in the grocery industry who have had successful careers and interesting lives, and who are also making a positive impact in their workplaces and in their communities. Today, we're joined by Jessica Groves, Community Impact Manager at The Giant Company. Jessica leads the grocer's corporate social responsibility efforts across the Giant, Martin's, Giant Heirloom Market, Giant Direct, and Martin's Direct banners in support of its purpose of connecting families for a better future with an emphasis on changing children's lives, eliminating hunger, and healing the planet. Jessica was one of Progressive Grocer's 2022 Top Women in Grocery honorees, and we're here to talk with her about the Giant Company's community engagement initiative, the company's 100th anniversary celebration, and what being a top woman in grocery means to her. Jessica, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. To start, I'm hoping you can tell us a bit about your career journey, how you came to be in your current role as community impact manager for the Giant Company. Well, I've been very blessed to have had a long career here at the Giant Company uh, under multiple names and different opportunities, but uh, started in um, as an intern uh, for a, a little while and went to store operations and got my feet wet there and um, came back into the support uh, network in HR and did some training for a couple of years, really enjoyed that, and then um, it was a, another opportunity that came up, performance management. And then um, probably my biggest move was into merchandising, um, leading some deli and prepared initiatives, got to do some great things there. And then it was time for something new. And I jumped into marketing and loyalty, uh, where I was able to relaunch our loyalty program, which was very exciting. And um Got, gets to touch every single customer. So that was very exciting for, for myself and for the brand. And then it was time again, uh, an opportunity came up and uh, it felt like the right time to move into to this role as community impact manager. And and it's it's feeling pretty good. Good, I'm so, glad to hear that. It's I'm been a journey. Can... <laughs> it sounds like it. Well, I'm hoping you can tell us a little bit more about that role and what all it encompasses. It sounds like you touch a lot within the company. Yes. Yes. So I think at the basic of levels, what my team is responsible for is is helping to connect our stores and our store teams to their communities uh, through philanthropy, partnerships and volunteerism. So that's at the basic level what my team is responsible for and what we're charged with. Uh, We do that through multiple multiple lanes. So community organizations reach out to us and say, hey, we believe in what you believe in. Do you want to work together? And we we build uh, we build programs together. We build opportunities. We help them network as well. Uh, and then we work with our store teams. What do they want to do? How do they want to engage their communities? What do their communities need most? How do we help them? Um, how do we help them be a trusted partner in the community? Uh, because everyone uh, has a grocer and we hope that they shop with us and we hope that they believe and they they trust in in those folks that get to engage with them every week. So we help them do that. Um, and then we've got 36,000 team members. So it's a lot of hands, a lot of helping hands who want to give back um, for different initiatives. And so my team leads those efforts as well. So where can we provide, you know, the, the heavy lifting? Um, 
where can we provide those hands um, to lift others up um, and, and make an impact in our communities. So that's that's really what my team does. I, I, and I guess the area I have forgotten is um, the philanthropy. So okay. the, you know, the dollars um, that make these programs and these initiatives incredibly important. And without, you know, the funds, um, these programs cease to exist or can only, you know, and can only run at half capacity. So um, my team is charged with ensuring that the dollars that the company has given uh, through donations goes to the right organizations to do the right things that, that ladder up to what we believe in most um, and what we're trying to do and, and how we're trying to make a difference in the world. Great. And speaking of, the giant company is gearing up for its 100th anniversary celebration, which includes a lot of the initiatives that you mentioned geared toward helping local communities. What can you tell us about everything that's taking place? Yes, it's very exciting. My team is, we're just getting started. We kicked off our 100th anniversary celebration really um, at the end of June um, with a huge Uh, food boxing competition um, and effort. Uh, We had 500 team members boxing close to 4,000 boxes of food in an hour. Um, It was, yes, yes. It was our largest, uh, our largest packing event. Um, And we're something that, you know, it was a, it was a great opportunity for us to kick off our celebration and, and, and show in a big way that we care. And I think our overall, our, um, our hundredth anniversary will show that. Uh, it'll show care for our communities, how grateful uh, we are for them, um, how grateful we are for our customers, and how grateful and how much we care for our team members. Uh, so you'll see that from now until probably we've got some initiatives uh, up through the end of the year. So you'll see those popping up here and there, um, but they're largely around feeding the future. So we sell food. It's what we do. We feed people. So how do we It would make the most sense for us to ensure that what we're doing uh, allows for that to continue. Um, Our customers are going to know that we appreciate and care for them through um, initiatives to say thank you to our customers. Um, Same thing with our team members and our communities as well. We've been partners. We've had partnerships with some of these organizations for, you know, 40 years or more. And so we're so grateful for what they have done to impact the communities. And so it's our way of giving back. Um, Some of the things that we're most excited about or that I'm most excited about, we are are launching, we have launched our first Make a Difference Challenge. Uh, So this is an opportunity for nonprofits within our footprint to, to tell us about projects or initiatives that they believe will change the world uh, through food and um, through not necessarily just through food, um, what they can change, how we just change the world together. And um, so our submission window has closed at the end of July. So we are in the middle of judging right now. And these submissions are are incredible. Uh, The community organizations and the folks doing it because they care is is outstanding. So I'm very much looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to highlighting some of these community partners um, on our anniversary, actually, October 4th. So we're looking forward to that and giving them some essential funds to keep things growing uh, or for them to launch a a dream project. So stay tuned on that one. Um, Also, a big initiative around summer feeding. Um, We all know the importance of 
of kids having food in order to to be successful in school. And um, kids have lots of opportunities, thankfully, uh, in school with breakfasts and lunches. And, and typically school districts have the weekend programs. But summer tends to be a time where there um, there's a gap. And so um, so we have supported um, our regional food banks um, with some of their initiatives um, the most notable right now is our Phil Abundance uh, partnership in their summer uh, lunchbox program. So this will provide the funds to feed 12,000 meals this summer. Um, so that program is off and running. It's doing great. Um, and then uh, just this week, we announced uh, some essential funds for um, our Helping Harvest Food Bank in Reading um, to support their weekender program. So again, something that initiatives that feed the kids um, during those breaks where they still need to grow and thrive. And um, so we're excited about that. So those are just a little, a little bit, but it's all, it's all around feeding the future and how we, you know, how we can see into the next hundred years and to commit to being there for our communities. Great. Well, we kind of touched on the fact that, you know, community engagement is table stakes for food retailers of all sizes. What have been some of the giant companies' most successful community impact programs, and why do you think they've worked so well? Yeah, I would agree that it's definitely table stakes. Uh, a huge difference between brand, there's a there is a huge difference between brands who just do it because it's expected of them, and then there are brands that do it with intention. And uh, we do this work with great intention. Uh, and I think that shows in how and what our customers perceive us to be in their communities. And so that's something that. I'm proud of. And I think that's something that um, our, all of our team is really proud of. Um, some of our, our greatest efforts um, are when we come together with our customers and when our par- and our partners, some of our supplier partners, to do some big things. Um, I think one that comes to mind is our Eliminating Hunger Roundup. Uh, so when customers give, we give. Um, our customers are very generous. Uh, and whether it's two cents or it's that 99 cents or more, um, they give and they trust in us that we're going to just push it right back out into the community to do the, continue to do the good. So I think that's that campaign in itself is one that I'm really proud of. Uh, and then our protein donations. Uh, so each year we, we show up in our communities and um, provide things like turkeys and hams and chickens around those key uh, family table moments um, to ensure that families can celebrate um, however they celebrate and with whatever they need to celebrate with. We, we have been very successful in that program, and, and that's one that I'm proud of as well. Great. I love to hear about the partnerships. It seems like having those in place makes everything so much better. Oh, yes, it does. It does. And we've been able to, they all have their, their commitments and their pillars, and it's beautiful when it aligns, and you can build something even more impactful together. We've we've had a lot of success just talking to our partners and saying, what is it that you want to do? Okay, well, we want to do that too. So let's, we can be more powerful together. So let's, let's partner up. Wonderful. Great. Well, your company also has ongoing relationships with nonprofit organizations like Keep Pennsylvania Beautiful and many others. How has the need for grocers to be environmental stewards grown since you've been in your role? Well, I I think we can all agree that the reality is how we grow food today 
isn't sustainable. Um, it's we've got to make some we have to find some ways to grow more food to feed more people. Um, and so we have been learning as a brand. We've been learning what that means as a grocer. And we've been finding partners in the communities who have been talking about these sustainable practices for for decades, um, like the Rodale Institute. They've been talking about the importance of the basic levels of healthy soil and how important that is uh, to grow healthier things to put into our bodies. Uh, and so we have been learning from them and they are, they're teaching, they're teaching some of our partners um, on, on what that means and how they, as, as these huge organizations can, can make a difference. Uh, and then we, we partner with organizations like Keep Pennsylvania Beautiful because that's an organization that customers recognize. They recognize that they that they are the Parks and Rec, right? So I had a conversation with um, with my 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 partner at Keep Pennsylvania Beautiful, and she said, in order for people to care about the planet and care about their their space, you got to get them out into it and get them to enjoy it, and so that they want to be stewards of it. Um, and so partnering with them on you know grant programs uh, for the last few years around different initiatives um, like clean water. Uh, you got to have clean water if you want to go out and and kayak on a lake or you have to, and then you have to have clean water in which to grow good things. So it's all connected. So um, we're learning a lot. We continue to help. We continue to bring people into our circle of knowledge. Um, customers, customers, I believe, want to know this information, but they're just not sure how it connects into them quite yet. Some of them are Absolutely. fully aware, right? And some of them aren't. Um, for for multiple reasons. So how do we educate ourselves so that we can make it digestible for them when they're shopping with us and how it relates to us, um, how it relates to the food that you put in your cart? Um, how is that farmer growing that? Do you even know <laughs> where your food comes from? And so many of so many people don't understand where their food comes from. So how can we be part of that conversation? How can we tell you? more about the farmer who's, you know, an hour away, uh, who takes huge pride in how they grow your potatoes or your corn or watermelons. And um, how do we get you to know them? You might not get to ever meet them, but you can appreciate the love and the care that they put into each row of, of that beautiful produce. So it's, it's all connected. Um, and when, again, when we all care, when we all know more, we care more. Um, so that's, we're continuing to just educate ourselves and hopefully educate our customers. Yeah. And that education and storytelling piece can be so important, especially today, trying to educate and get everybody to understand where everything's coming from. Yes. Yes. And how do you um, break through, uh, all of the information that's coming at them, right? right. Um, so much. <laughs> the storytelling is crucial. Yeah. So we've been working on that as well and um, learning from others. And But the storytelling is, is so essential. Great. Well, what are you most excited about over the next, say, 12 months 
18 months as far as new ways of connecting with the local communities or, you know, promoting environmental stewardship like we've been talking about? Yeah, so I think for me, what I am most excited about in the next 12 months is we have this, well, I like to think of it as this line of of how your food is grown. Uh, and you've got conventional on, on the on this side and you've got regenerative organic over on this side, right? And so you've got this whole line of, of different ways, different initiatives, different ways to grow things. And how do we help? We know that we're not gonna move to organic, regenerative organic tomorrow, right? right? We know that it's going to be a journey. So I'm looking forward to finding additional partners new partners, expanding re uh, existing relationships mm -hmm. to move us, help move the customer in their knowledge of where, how their food's grown, mm -hmm. to support farmers in their initiatives. How, what do they need uh, to be able to thrive, grow more food more sustainably? Um, and if we can move ourselves, if we can move everyone a little bit and we all win you know we, we know that organizations and corporations still have to make money we know that people still need to eat we know that farmers need to make money and so how do we do that how do we how do we find the right partners to help everyone just move a little bit and if we're all moving a little bit together we you know we'll make a we'll make a change and we'll make an impact so that's what i'm most looking forward to in that space uh, for the next 12 months and um We've already started having great conversations about what that could look like. So stay great. tuned. <laughs> yeah, I know we keep coming back to partnerships. I love that. It's it's about working together for the common good and your common goals. Absolutely. Great. Well, switching gears, we love to talk about mentorship here on the Top Women in Grocery podcast. I'm curious how you've been impacted by your own mentors and if you seek out specific mentorship opportunities with other women who are still coming up through the ranks? So I've never actually had a formal mentorship through my career. Um, I have had the opportunity and the success and, and passion in so many different areas of the business, which has led me to the opportunity to meet and engage and work with mm -hmm. so many great leaders and great women um, in our industry. And so my approach has always been to identify the behaviors and, you know, the behaviors or the, the thinking of, of a leader or someone that I, you know, uh, I respect and tap into that individual for that, that thing about them. Okay. Um, and so I would say my, I have a network of people who have mentored me. Uh, they may not we have probably never put an official title on it. Uh, right. But it has the women who have and the leaders who have helped form who I am. Um, it's a little bit, it's a little bit of all of them, which is, uh, I've been really lucky to have that opportunity to engage with so many. So that's how I have, have found uh, the mentor, you know, the concept. Uh, and then as as far as women coming up through the ranks, um, I've really, the two individuals on my team, I've really, um, I really have a passion for making sure that they love what they do. If they don't love what they do, what do you want to do? 
How do we figure that out? And then how do we help you get the skills to be able to do that? Or if you're if you're happy where you are, that's great. And how do we help you thrive in what you're doing today? Um, and then if I look outside of my team, I'm always a, I'm I'm always willing to to reach a handout to say, how can I help you? How can I you know can I connect you with somebody who knows more about this topic than I do? Well, as I mentioned earlier, you are one of Progressive Grocer's previous top women in grocery honorees. What does that honor mean to you? And I know we touched on you know, mentorship and talking through things with, you know, those still coming up through the ranks, but are there any other ways that you pay it forward to other women in the industry? So, yes, I have, I've been honored to be nominated twice actually in my career and which is, it's it's a huge honor uh, to have the recognition from the organization and from leadership. Um, I'm just doing what I've, what I like doing. And when I don't like doing it, I seek out other things. And how do I figure out how to do those things? And so being honored for doing what you love and what you really like doing is is like a cherry on the top, right? Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm grateful for, for the recognition for sure. I think mostly it's just about cheerleading for each other. And if you love what you're doing and you're doing something extraordinary or something that you're really proud of, I'm going to be a cheerleader for you. And I'm going to say, great job. Like I may not know anything about it, but I'm going to say, that's amazing. And I'm so proud of you. And right. Women supporting women, supporting one of the best parts. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I don't think it's for me, it's not a competition of, you know, a race to the top. How you want to get there is how you want to get there. And how I'm going to get there is how I'm going to get there. And if you don't want to get there, that's okay too. Exactly. You know, so, but just being there for for each other in those times of of celebration and those times of challenge, thinking of some of the, you know, coming up through the ranks is just sharing feedback, sharing, being open and honest uh, about, hey, this is, you know, you, you led here, which was amazing. Just let me give you some feck so that you can be even more successful next time. Um, and letting, letting them fly, being ready to catch if they need. Uh, because sometimes we, when we do something that's hard, we doubt ourselves. But if you know that someone or someones are, are there to catch you, um, should you just need a little, you know, just need a little stand back up? Uh, I think you you can really overcome anything, and that, as long as we're there for one another, that's that's what we need to be doing. It's just being there for one another, being authentic with each other. Yeah, it makes all the difference. It does, Jessica. Thank you so much for all of your insights and for being here with us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I I really appreciate it. This has been great. Well, for more information about the Top Women in Grocery podcast please visit www.progressivegrocer.com slash podcast. You can also subscribe to this series wherever you typically listen to podcasts, including on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Finally, do you have an idea for a Twig podcast topic? We'd love to hear from you. Email me at ecrow at ensembleiq.com. See you next time, and thanks for listening.